Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. And welcome to the seventh episode of Puckle Battlecast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts, Shamu, and Rice. And we're here, as always, to bring you the latest and greatest in the Pokemon competitive scene. Today, we're going to be focusing a lot on the recent news of the VGC 18 uh, rules set announcement. Uh, we're going to be breaking down a listener team. And yeah, that's pretty much it. We're going to talk about some recent regionals just to cover what was, what happened in the past couple of weeks. And go over VGC 18, and we're going to take a break, come back with a listener team that was provided to us by Shira Henri. I'm really looking forward to that one. Let's get into it then, guys, if you're ready ready or not. So let's start with the regionals. We had a couple of regionals. Uh, Connecticut happened. I know you were there, right? You say, how'd you do? I did fairly well. I was undefeated up till round five or six. I heard, you, I heard you played A-Drive. I did, and crushed his spirit. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> Games, uh, game two, um, it ended up my Blissey versus his Gigalith, and Blissey had no screens, no defense boosts, and I came out on top, and then game four, I kind of destroyed him. Or, I mean, game three, I destroyed him. So it was, it was great. I mean, I it's fine. It's fine. That's normal. Yep. <laughs> That's normal. You just get to You just get to play and win. And no, it's uh, I, I heard that I heard that story. So I'd like to congratulate you on making a Twitter presence for yourself because a drive disliked you. Um, uh, even if it is in spirit, did he tag you in that? I don't know if he actually tagged you in that. Probably not. Um, well, I actually never had a Twitter, but then I made <laughs> one, and then I found. Yeah, I, I did some research, and I'm actually all over Twitter. I, as the I don't know, guy. I don't it's know how to funny. Twitter. Uh, I, I'm really <laughs> bad at the tweeting. Uh, I'm I'm working on figuring it out. It's like my next it's my next hurdle in in running a thing, is figuring out the twitters. It's super convoluted and like you think the messages are there and then they're they're not. It's crazy. Imagine imagine you had <laughs> Facebook but didn't want any of the Facebook. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, imagine imagine if and 
That's, <laughs> I, I use it though. It's actually, it's a really powerful tool for getting people to notice you. But let's, let's move on. We, this isn't the place for chit chat. No. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of the regionals that happened. So, uh, one of the, one of the bigger ones that happened outside of Connecticut was the Daytona regionals. I'm honestly unsurprised at what won that with, uh, Jeremy Rodriguez in the VGC Masters with, uh, Clefairy and Whimsicott. I, you've been seeing a lot of that kind of stuff lately. He also did EVO boost, didn't he? E- EV boost. Yeah. Yeah. It, so basically he took the, uh, original EVO boost team mm-hmm. that was used, um, and he did very well with it. Um, it surprisingly, like, this was a big turning point. Um, a lot of people, did not think uh, that EV could win a regional. Um, I know at some other regional in the, uh, I think uh, Fort Wayne, I think it topped mm-hmm. or something like that, or it was doing very well in the rounds of Swiss. But um, the Evo Boost team is generally looked at as like a gimmick. Well, yeah, I, but I think there's always a place for gimmicks in these, especially oh, yeah, if you look yeah, back at Fort Wayne uh, with that with that Lucario. Like that's never happening again. Uh, that's yeah, not happening well, again. I don't know. The Lucario uh, Trick Room team was actually pretty solid. No, it was, um, it was. I think it was solid, but once you know what you're looking at, I think it's a little bit less solid. Um, even so, it still like it. It still did what it needed to do, even if you knew because um, just because of the way the HP of Lucario is, it almost takes out any non-bulky Pokemon. Mm-hmm. No, but that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the EV team was crazy, but it's just like a pretty much standard, uh, one of the first EV teams that came out, mm-hmm. you know, you I have the pulse Clefairy after you so that if under trick room, you can still get off the baton pass. Um, the Whimsicott's a little bit new. Usually they have, uh, I think it's Lele in the Whimsicott slot, uh, original. I think, I think Whimsicott's a better but choice. Yes, person. Uh, a lot of people have been using the Whimsicott because of the Razor Fang and Fling. You can get the 100% uh, flinch rate out of it. Yeah, so it's just a fr- it's like a non uh, it's a non first turn correct, fake out. Correct. But then yeah. also, you see that uh, in this tournament too, we have uh, one of our own uh, who frequent that and go to our weeklies. Uh, yeah, Emily Golub. I sorry if I butchered your name, but uh, she's known as Lava Burst Emmy. Yeah, <laughs> in the, uh, the yeah. that sounds right. You got the you got the first part the first part right. It's definitely Emily. Yes. Um but yeah, she did very very well. <laughs> she topped she topped 8 uh and it's definitely uh Hail, which I really love actually. I love that she got it she got like Hail to work. It's not even like a Hail room team. No. Which is awesome. Because well because Slush Rush exists now, which is fantastic. Yes. Oh, Slush Rush is an amazing. It's like this this feels like ducks. But is it? Um, yeah, it actually performs very differently than ducks. Um, the way yeah. she played it, um, and she usually plays it, um, is she has Sandslash as the utility Pokemon, setting up their mm-hmm. Aurora Veil for the Vanox. Oh my gosh, she gets Aurora yes, Veil. A lot of Ice types do actually. Awesome. Yep, really? and that was interesting. That was one of the main reasons why she had so much success with this. It, you can set up like essentially a priority Aurora Veil, and. Yeah, that's not that's not terrible. And with the Steelium Z Iron Head for any like fairy that probably shows yep, and, up. Um, I think it Oko's ninety nine percent of uh, Tapu Koko. Yeah, I would I would believe that unless you're running some kind of weird bulky Coco. Yeah, you have to be super bulky, I think, to mm-hmm. survive it. 
but yeah, she uh, she ended up running that. And um, so normally with the Vanilla X Hail team, uh, people usually run either Choice Scarf Vanilla X or Choice Specs Vanilla X. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ended up choosing the Life Orb just so that she can choose between her moves. She has the Ice Shard on her Vanilla X to help with pick up those late game KOs, mm-hmm. uh, which was super nice. And then um, she's also running. A Kartana, a Grassium Z with Swords Dance Kartana. Uh, that's usually, I like that one a lot, though. Yeah, that's like a that little a bit of an odd choice because mm-hmm. with Swords Dance, you normally go with uh, Phytanium Z because a plus one Phytanium Z will KO Arcanine. So the scenario. You mean of, Celestila? No. Uh, maybe no, a no. plus two KO Celestila, but a plus one. Yeah, it's pretty close. I think, I think Kartana's pretty close to a Celestila. Yeah, but a plus one definitely KOs Arcanine. So say if an Arcanine switches in on you, you know, as your sword stance, then you'll be at plus one because of the Intimidate. And then you next turn, you can just fight Tinium Z and knock it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, and then looks like standard Arcanine. Arcanine has like the anti-trick room yes, probably exactly. with the roar. Um, that's the anti-trick room. And then Feeny has the uh, Feeny, uh, yep. pretty standard, standard Feeny actually, it looks like. And a buzz. Uh, so yeah. Yep. And standard band of So buzz. like the, the, the key things to take <laughs> away is the Aurora Veil on Sandslash, the Steelium Z, which is um pretty odd, life orb, and then Grassium over Phytinium for the Kartana. But you know what? Those techs definitely mm-hmm. helped her the Mm-hmm. Alright, so another regional that happened, we'll get we'll knock this one out as well. That happened recently was the Vancouver Regionals, which Apocalonian also won, actually. Uh, yes. River Davis, mm-hmm. or he's known as Black in the Discord. Yes, absolutely. Good job to him. Uh, I'm digging Slow King. There's always something that's popping up now, which is great. Like, there's always just, like, something weird. Like, I haven't, I haven't been disappointed with, like, a Regionals team yet, and I think that's going to change in 2018, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see. It, it, uh, I, I have a pretty good feeling, <laughs> exactly. and, but we, we'll get to that in like five but. minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was running, he was running Bulu, Slowking, Marowak, Mimikyu, Snorlax, and Alolan Persian. Alolan Persian is the best. And he's running Dark EMZ Parting Shot, which is the play. Um, yeah, it is definitely very good. Um, a lot of, uh, Marowak has been popping up. Uh, greatly, mm-hmm. a lot of, I, I think Marowak usage was definitely up. Yep, a lot from of where uh, it was earlier this year. Guru has popped up uh, as well. Mm-hmm. In or in uh, yeah, in response to that, probably yep, that's one of the reasons why he actually yep. said that he went with the um, Dark EMZ Persian because I think it one shots most mm-hmm. Guru with uh, foul play. Even with foul play, because foul play I think is counted really? as a base one hundred move and then the move. Oh. Yeah, so foul play. Does, it, Foul play hmm. doesn't go off of the attack stat of the opponent. It just goes off. Of, it's yeah, it doesn't when, when it's Dark, EM, dark EMZ doesn't take anything based right. off the... Uh, maybe it's move. a base 80. I'm not 100% sure. But it definitely is a pretty... I'm curious. Yes, I'm going to look this yeah, up. Look that up. Uh, but yeah, definitely it helps in that scenario. Um, the He used the Belly Drum Snorlax. So this is a core that's been popped up um, in and out of the format. Uh, Mimikyu Persian Snorlax. Um, it was around the, uh, I want to say, in Virginia, Roanoke. Uh, Roanoke, it popped up. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I've seen Persian. Yeah. I've seen Persian a bit, and then it kind of died off, and uh, then he uh, obviously brought it with a very good success. Ups. Yeah, I think I, I think this meta um, definitely. Like I've said this before, this meta is probably the best meta that they've had in Pokemon, at, or in the uh, in Pokemon Diverse. as a uh, competitive meta. It's, it's been the most balanced. Right. I don't always maybe been not like balanced, but it's been the or, most uh, uh, interesting. It's diverse. That's the best word. Uh, just because there hasn't been one like centralizing factor, or if there is, we haven't found it yet. And yeah, Correct. well, it always rotates. It, it, and I think I think it's very apt to say that there's probably no team of like six that you can bring that can counter another team of six entirely. And. And so I think I think it definitely helped. Um, I think I think it kind of backfired in the sense that people were thinking from 2016 where it was going to expand the competitive scene and like open up to a lot of people. A lot of people did jump in this year. I will I will say that. But I think it definitely highlights skill more than it did the previous years. Um, I don't know exactly uh, whether or not if it highlights skill. Um, I think I, I think there's definitely uh, definitely a good bit of luck. But yeah. I, like there's a difference i mean this is obviously my opinion and i could be completely wrong yeah obviously um but in a meta that's very diverse like this um granted it takes skill to play pokemon and be good but so it takes not mm-hmm. just the pokemon rng of inside the game mechanics you know paralysis flinch and mm-hmm. it's especially who, who you're paired, paired up, up against. against because there are just some things that you just auto mm-hmm. lose to because you cannot the format is so diverse you cannot counter everything and if you don't face anybody that you auto lose to well then you have a really good chance and you can actually play pokemon and have fun and um that's why personally i don't like the crazy widespread metas but a lot of people do because looking watching interesting like there are very very there, there are no similarities at all being all top eights that we've seen, which is really cool and really exciting to watch. And I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 no, like you said, like, this is definitely much more interesting to watch than, like, like I said, like, if you look at all of the top cut teams or yeah, like all exactly. of just the top, the top teams from the past, I'd say four or five regionals, they have all implemented a very different strategy. And they're completely different. Yes. It's not like we. It's not like previous years where you start to see uh, archetypes pop up as like this is the winning archetype right now. Uh, right now, it's it's uh, I, I should retract my earlier statement. Um, it's definitely easier going in with the confidence that if you're comfortable with a team, you probably can win with it. And uh, with regardless of what it is, you don't have to try. You can't. You can't be like, man, I gotta beat Dark Void Smeargle. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's definitely it it is wider, um, and like you said, if you're confident with your team, you've used your team, you probably will have a very mm-hmm. very good chance of doing well. Um, but yes, so this team actually though has um, broken a lot of norms. Like Slowking actually has been very fringe played, but mm-hmm. every time it's been played, and it's actually done well. Yeah, no, I've noticed a lot of top cut uh, slow kings. Yeah, previously, like, and yeah, I mean, it, it was just a matter of time. One of these slow kings is gonna bubble up, right? Yeah, 
Just oh. wait, Butterfree's gonna be there next. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Maybe it'll might be my, my Butterfree now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, his. Uh, That's the mentality to have, though. That's the mentality to have. Maybe my, maybe like even if you think, well, Butterfree's never top cut before. I think this is the meta where I don't care what's top cut before. You can probably do it. Like, yeah, there's things that are good. Like, obviously, if you look at that team, you have Mimikyu Snorlax. That's, that's pretty typical. Yep. Um, you can definitely tell that this this team is uh, definitely, like, Trick Room oriented yes. with, the, with the Slow King and the Mimikyu. But at the same time, uh, it's uh, you've got the Bulu, which is... Bulu's nice, yeah. man. Bulu is really nice. Yeah, Bulu is definitely underrated um, in uh, this format um, for many, many reasons. I... Uh, I, I think I think it I think to an extent I I wouldn't argue that it is entirely underrated. No, it really is. But like it's to... uh, like I I don't know if it's underrated. I think it's outshined. Mm. I think that's the better descriptor. I mean, Bulu's good. Like, don't get me wrong, Bulu's good and it's a beast. But there's a reason why it doesn't do as well as the rest of them. <laughs> and it's it's its base speed is pretty low compared to the uh, to the rest of the Tapus. Um, except for maybe the the uh, exception being Feeny, but Feeny has the bulk to make up for that, like both special and physical bulk to make up for having a lower speed stat than Coco and Lele. But Bulu Bulu's speed stat it's accompanied with a really high attack stat, which is fantastic. It's like the only physical Tapu out there, unless you count like physical Coco, which nobody runs, and uh, a couple people do. And to some excess success, you get really you get really scared when you see Brave Bird come out of Tapu Coco, and uh, but the 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 Bulu I think Bulu I think is just because of where the other three are at and what they're doing. I think it gets outshined for that matter. I mean, Grassy Terrain I think is probably um, second best terrain after uh, I after what's that one called Psychic Terrain. I think Grassy Terrain is the second best terrain, but I don't think Bulu's. If Bulu had like an extra base ten speed, different different uh, conclusion well, altogether. Honestly, like if you run numbers on Bulu and stuff, um, he actually is um, the best anti Tapu out of the four. Oh, best anti Tapu. That makes sense. I agree. Yeah, with that. he he survives. Like, I, I agree with he that. Can, he can survive anything that the other three throw at it, and you can have him to outspeed Feeny very easily. And also a slow lele, and out of terrain mm-hmm. he will one shot all of them. Oh, absolutely! So, like, in that like. respect, he's um, very good for an anti tapu. The only thing that really drags him down is Muck and Garchomp, uh, mainly because of the mm-hmm. poison jab, the the four X weakness. If he didn't have the four X weakness, yeah. I think he would be um, people would be more friendly to use use him. But because of the four X weakness, that's I can see the I think why people I think I think we've just labeled like a ton of problems with Bulu. The four X weakness, I I still think is speed stats okay, a problem to an extent, and uh, just because what what is his base speed? It's like seventy something, I think. I think. Let me let let's double check. Let's make sure I'm not stupid. I'm pretty sure but, it's like um, top of Bulu. It's no faster than seventy. Oh, no, it's seventy five. That's what exactly where I thought it was. 75, yeah. I mean, that's still slower than Feeny. Feeny's is 85. Correct. And But at the same time, Feeny never runs like any yeah, kind of speed stat. And you, you can outrun it with uh, with a Bulu fairly easily. Uh, same with same if you're running, like, if somebody's running Bulky Lele, which is definitely very popular, um, you'll you'll definitely be able to do that. I mean, it, its defenses aren't terrible, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It's just, 
there, there's just there are things it could do better like that speed stat speed is like a huge part of pokemon especially right now that's where the that's where the pokemon game like entirely if you look at any other meta every meta speed is such a huge factor yeah. uh um, right now and he just he's just i don't know it. like a 75 speed isn't that slow actually for this meta um like he will outspeed i i agree I, this this is the better one this right is the better meta he um, he definitely speeds. outspeeds a lot of the Trick Room Mons, and like he'll outspeed mm-hmm. you know, Marowak, and you can uh, throw Stone Edge on it, which a lot of people have been to counter Marowaks and yada yada yada. Yeah, as you should. Um, but um, what you gonna call it? Uh, I was gonna say how it's interesting that Rivers uh, Bulu actually doesn't have um, Stone Edge; it has uh, Bulk Up and Superpower. I think bulk up is the like if you're gonna do it, bulk up I think oh, is better yeah. than uh, swords dance. I think yeah, I think and, bulk um, up. I like how he dance. paired it with superpower so that the two kind of coincide. So if he can, he gets off of a superpower, he can just bulk up and uh, negate mm-hmm. the minus from the superpower, which is really really nice. Yeah. And then um, also the way he has the slow king set up with the heal pulse, flamethrower, and scald, he definitely has a lot of like. Cartana hate within that slow king. He pro- with a Rondo Berry. I'm assuming mm-hmm. he can live a Leaf Blade from a Cartana and be able to fire back a Flamethrower. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude, Flamethrower, Flamethrower is yeah. like the move you have to run on slow king. I think, I think, I think that's just one thing that anybody who hasn't played Pokemon would just be completely confused by is a flamethrower out of a slow king. You see this a lot on slow kings and slow bros. They also like a fire blast definitely in singles, though, over flamethrower. Yeah, well, yeah, because uh, I, I mean, in this case, flamethrower is fine because yeah, you're playing. You're, you're trying Cortana. to hurt Cartana, not like <laughs> thing. Though you, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one thing about that's the one thing that's different about VGC versus like OU is that you're not you're not prepping generally. You're prepping essentially to be like, yeah, this thing's super popular. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it out, and yeah, yeah. Even though this one is super diverse, like um, there are like maybe five Pokemon that you need to uh, essentially watch out for. And Cartana yeah, it's Cartana and Tapus. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Snorlax. Yeah, Snorlax. And that's yeah, pretty much all right? Yep. Snorlax is, I'm waiting, is I'm, one I'm of waiting the for my best. pulverizing pancake Snorlax to make it big. I'm waiting <laughs> for it. I want to see that top cut. I want to see pulverizing pancake, Definitely. man. Do it. Make it happen. <laughs> all right. So let's let's move on then. Let's move on. Let's move on to the VGC 18 rule set that got dropped. Oh, before okay, before you do that, I was looking at this. It was the same one with Rivers. Um. Okay. Through the person, um, Justin Wan, who had a Smeargle. Like Justin Wan, yeah. There's there's been a I couple of Smeargles. I wouldn't expect to see Guillotine come out of a Smeargle. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say, like, I'm looking at them like, what? what what's the accuracy I, on that? That like thirty percent? Like it's thirty, but it's moody too, though. So it's like, oh, uh, you might get I, the accuracy I, boost. Actually, I don't know if that works with uh, one hit KO moves. Uh, it. it does, it does. yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. Those because you could do the same thing with uh, with like lock on. Yeah, lock on works hundred percent, but that's like because literally lock on is like no matter what you use, it hits. Yeah. So I don't know because I couldn't remember. It's like that's some weird thing with. I think it's one of those things where he's just like, I brought the Smeargle for support, and and then he's guaranteed on it. Really, yeah. Well, then he's just like, he's like, these are the three moves I want on it, and then he goes, you know what? Here's an empty move slot. Let's throw, let's slap a guillotine. 
Yeah, even and, though, uh, what should we call it? Um, sheer cold, I Sheer sheer cold's better than guillotine. Yeah, yeah, because that hits everything. Because guillotine, I believe, is a normal type move, so that would no, it wouldn't affect type. ghost type. No, that's fissure. Oh yeah, fissures. Guillotine is uh, normal. Guillotine, I believe, is normal. Yeah. It is normal. Horn drill. Yeah, you should run sheer cold instead, there. especially if you have smeargle. You have the option. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you're right. And he's also running a little on nine tails because it doesn't not. increase your accuracy. <laughs> well, we can my mind already. He's running sheer cold on on nine tails though. He is. <laughs> he's running sheer cold on nine tails, dude. This guy cut, top cut though, so like, good for yep. him. The yeah. hell Mary works. Good for him. If he made it, if he made it happen, he made it happen. To be fair, um, that's literally almost the same. Uh, that's almost the same nine tails as. Uh, that was, what's his name? Um, the guy from Ryota or his opponent? Uh, no, 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 no. Ryota Sam, yeah. didn't have it. It was Sam. Yeah, yeah Sam. Sam had the uh, had the nine tails, and it's almost the same one except he's holding focus ash. Which honestly, I preferred my nine tails just to die. Like, let me set up the aura veil and die. And <laughs> but then you, uh, but the focus ash gives You're you an extra turn. Uh, and Jeez. yeah. Yeah, you can shear cold instead of click blizzard. <laughs> exactly. You could just, you that's, could just that's be like, all right, Mary. well, you know what? I got one HP. Like, that's your that's your Hail Mary. Like, I know I'm going to go first. Blizzard won't Oko. In what scenario are you in that Blizzard's not going to hit an Oko, right? Like, it has to be, you have to be up against, yeah. like, a Feeny or something. And you're just like, well, 30% chance to win the game right now. <laughs> I click shear cold. Yep, exactly. So, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> That's interesting. Like, here, let me use tilt. There you go. Oh, it hit good. You're on. T- yeah. Like, wow. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could imagine a lot of his opponents uh, going on tilt because of that. Mm-hmm. That's got to be what happened. All right. All right. Okay. Now Sorry, we're gonna move on to VGC 18 being announced. Uh, <laughs> so VGC 18 was announced earlier uh, this month, and it's essentially what we thought it was. They opened up to national decks. Uh, which opens up a lot of things. A lot of people are looking at battle spot doubles as essentially the format, which is true. It, it is essentially battle spot doubles without legendaries. However, I like just like a little part of me is kind of hoping like five percent chance that Ultra Sun Ultra Moon <laughs> don't have Lando in it, like five percent. Uh, but they they've more or less announced recently that uh, that they are going to put other legendaries in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. It was very popular in, in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire when they added that feature of, hey, you can go catch whatever Pokemon you right. need to catch to fill out the decks. And I think we're going to see the return of the national decks in the game as well, but that's besides the point. That's not competitive. Um, so it, it means we're going back to Battle Spot doubles, essentially. And if you look at that, if you look at that, uh, that ladder right now, I think, I think uh, Chalk is doing really well. <laughs> Still, which makes yeah. it, it just it breaks my heart. It breaks. So my heart. the the only uh, thing about that is Chuck will probably see uh, huge uh, uses at first. But oh yeah, somebody they'll find de- some way uh, to counter it. It all it really all depends on what move tutors are accessible because right now uh, Kangaskhan has no access to Power Up Punch. Mm. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, no. If it gets access to Power Up Punch, that's garbage. Well, that's what Battle Spot doubles is. It allows yeah. Kangaskhan to use a power up punch. So the numbers are skewed a little bit. Maybe uh, because I because uh, move tutors typically have a history of always including 
things that you haven't been able to or things that you have been able to like use as a TM in the past. True. So but, I, would, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Kangaskhan does get access to Power Up Punch in, in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And I also wouldn't be surprised if Power Up Punch is a move tutor and Kangaskhan doesn't get it. Uh, that doesn't happen. The, that, that won't happen. Um, I, I think if it's if it's a move to if it if it could learn as a TM before, it'll get it as a move tutor now. Uh, I don't like um, Nintendo did nerf Kangaskhan very it, heavily. It, no, that that's that's incorrect. It was not that heavily. No, because like, the fact it, that you still do its power of punching at two plus ones. Yeah, and the fact that you could break sashes. Honestly, okay, with, right? with all of that, there's that. But you're also. Um, it lost 25% of its damage output. On the second half, lost, yeah. And it lost 10 uh, base power in its stat, in its um, most used priority move in Sucker Punch. Yeah, me, but I, I still don't think, I don't think it's a big, I don't think that's a big enough nerf. Uh, no, I'm, but taking away power of punch would be. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen though. I think you're, I think you're looking starry eyed and hopeful like I was about Lando T. All right, I'll we'll give, see. We'll see. I'll give you. I'll give you a five percent chance for that to not happen. Uh, well, we shall see. My prediction is that. Your prediction is that. Yeah. <laughs> but as far yeah. as the other legendaries, um, I yeah, because we, I, I'm I'm really ho- I was really hoping like when they announced it, I'm like, oh, maybe we won't get Lando, and maybe you won't be able to catch Cresselia or something like that. And I I'm it's more and more looking like I'm wrong. Yeah. And I just we'll know in like three weeks. Exactly. Which is, we'll know in three weeks, probably before then, because it'll, it'll probably get leaked beforehand, or they'll announce like, "Hey, look, you can go through this ultra space, and look, I found a Lando." And it's just right. like, "Stop!" Then um, stop. The other cool thing to think about too is um, regular Raichu and regular Marowak. Um, yeah, they get to come back. Well, I don't um, think Marowak so much. I think I think Raichu might see some use. Maybe. How do you get them in Seventh Gen? Oh, that's true. You can't. Yeah, you're not getting those. So regular Raichu, which is actually really, really good in uh, BSD, uh, Battle Spot Doubles, um, mm-hmm. can't be used. So like that's going to disturb the meta a little bit. And then also... Uh, not that much. I mean... I'd be surprised. It, it, like, like Raichu was good in 2016. Uh, I don't know about 2015. Raichu was very good in 2015 as a good pace setter and good disruptor because of the lightning rod. Yeah, I didn't see it top cut worlds, I'll tell you that much. I saw I saw eight Landos. <laughs> but um, as also, too, um, now that there's Tapu Koko in the format and Zerkatry is a good setup electric Pokemon... Right, you. I think. I think. I think you're. I think setup's gonna be. I think setup's gonna go down in usage. Um, yes, as a strategy. But there's also a lot more redirection in this format, so mm, setup could potentially maybe. like it has the potential to if some for someone to find the correct team composition for it to go very far. But yes, it is definitely gonna be a lot harder to use. It, this is gonna go back to the metas of old. Like that's that's the problem. Like this one, we're, we're gonna go from like this really good diverse meta, and at least for like the first three months, it's gonna be a really bland meta, um, and it's gonna be sad. Well, I mean, even 2015, uh, when the first national uh, decks came in with the megas, um, it was very volatile and it was very diverse. It didn't start getting bland until like almost up until, until the worlds, end. and then a little. It was it was right. Yeah. It was right 
Yeah, it was right before Worlds. It became you chalk became a thing around I think June or July in 2015, yep. and because you had the uh, what? Yeah, it was essentially chalk. They everybody knew chalk was really good in 2015, or at least the components of chalk were. Yeah. And then they all came together around 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 U.S. Nationals. Yep. I would say more than anything, that's when you everybody noticed like you put all these pieces together and you have a team and you just put a six member on there for funsies. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that at first it's going to like people are going to try it uh, with the Kangaskhan, and um, mm-hmm. I feel that it's because Feromosa single handedly beats up. I, I, it depends. It depends on what the Kangaskhan um, calcs are. I don't. I haven't. I haven't sat he down does, and done the calcs for Kangaskhan. A lot of KOs uh, that normally he would have gotten uh, with. Aaron, yeah. So they have to bump it up to double edge, which then then he gets the same power output as if he was using return, but he doesn't get the longevity that he had back then. Mm-hmm. But that could change a little bit because one of the biggest changes to the rules is the player timer. Yeah. Th- oh, yeah. We that is a good that is a good point. I did want to talk about that because the the timer is nutsos now. I didn't I, like it was uh, one thing they wanted it to matter again. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> like it because it was uh, they. So for those of you who don't know, uh, the timer right now works like a chess clock, and so whenever you're doing your move, you get uh, you get you know a minute per turn and ten minutes total. And so when your timer's up, that's when the game's over. It's your fault. You lost because they wanted to be able to definitively find a winner much easier from timer than before. So because uh, the issue you were having, especially in 2016, I don't think this was as bad as in 2015, but 2016, you had a lot of people playing timer and just timer stalling a lot. Um, there, there was one match, I believe that was streamed in 2016 where a guy was definitely in a position to lose like heavily, but he played the timer and he won. Which, if you read, uh, I, I think, I don't want to sound like Verlissify Ver- right now, but um, if you read the rules, like, there's, like, a code of sportsmanship and stuff, like, not to do that and stuff like that. And it just feels really cheap when it happens yep. to you, you know? And then the excuse you hear all the time is, oh, but that's a win condition. So, and it's just like, yeah, but it's a really poopy So win. here's the breakdown of what had happened with the uh, the timer stalling. So to define timer stalling, mm-hmm. just in case people don't understand what that is, is uh, back in the day, you had a timer of 20 minutes, I think, or 15 minutes. That It was, ten, 15. Oh, it was 15. So yeah, it was 15. in that 15 minutes, as soon as you connected and said the first screen of select your move popped up, the timer would count down. Now that timer counts down on both player screens and it's synced. On the animations, on the animations and, everything. and everything. So now, when that timer hits zero, the game will now go to who has the most Pokemon. Then, and then it's like HP, uh, and it's then who has the most Pokemon percent of HP remaining, and then mm-hmm. number of or HP points remaining. If that's the same, so it goes down yeah. to a tiebreaker. And then, so what people would do is. Say, I have three Pokemon, but they're all on one HP. And Thatch has two Pokemon that Mm -hmm. all have priority moves. But there is less than 45 seconds left on that clock, that shared clock. All I have to do is wait my turn out. The 45 seconds would count down. The game will end 
before the turn even begins, and I would win because I have three Pokemon to Thatch's two. So exactly. a lot of the players were very outraged at that because in one turn, if you did it correctly, you can waste five minutes of that joint mm-hmm. time. Um, and that was with the red card, Intimidator, switching, primal animations. Yep. And um, it was just a whole bunch of different animation layers. And that stalled about five minutes. So what they did was they changed it to, like Thatch said, a chess clock. So now if you choose to use 45 seconds, which is the full length uh, of your turn. Is it a minute? Okay, no, it's, it's a minute. minute. It's a minute now. I think. If, if you, can, it's if 60 you seconds. use 60 seconds, that will take 60 seconds off of your 10 minutes of play. Animations do not count towards this. And what that allows is it doesn't allow your opponent to burn the clock so that situations like that don't arise. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought this year was pretty fair. There was there is the thing where the timer didn't really matter because not a lot of people were using like the full ten minutes timers, and it lo- it's just like Nintendo wanted it to count or Game Freak wanted it to count again, and they dropped yeah, it to I five can, minutes. Yeah, that's a fair assessment, actually. Uh, which I, I I think I think it's a decent amount of time. I I really wish it was like six or seven. Uh, I I think the the only so so if we want to talk about entry into the game, I think that's really bad for people learning the game. First of all, just because, oh, you have five minutes, like that's barely enough time to like figure out if you're learning a team or something, how to do it. I mean, you could obviously go to simulators, but let's think of somebody um, because I know a lot of VGC players just don't do simulators. And so if you're practicing on the cartridge, that's really poopy for you. Um, But I do see it from a competitive standpoint. It's definitely going to speed up the games. I'll, I'll say that much. I think you're you're not going to have a lot of stuff going to like the actual timer because I believe you have like an hour total for every match now, or it's fifty minutes. I forget exactly what it is. No, it, it's fifty minutes. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I don't know if they changed. The, I don't know if they changed uh, it overall, but I think it was fifty minutes now, and so you could technically go over it if you don't start games fast enough in between, and stuff like that. So you can still go to timer technically uh, in game three. If you yes. Um. So the. Going back to your barrier of entry um, with the five-minute timer. So most of the games, most of my longest games, have gone down to where me and my opponent have used roughly uh, seven minutes of our in-game mm-hmm. timers. I think the lowest I've seen one of my opponents go was a minute and 38 seconds. Yeah, I agree. Um, so with the five-minute timer limit, um, games... You're going to have to be, you're going to be forced to select moves quicker. Mm-hmm. So even at higher level play where there's a lot of stress, uh, trying to think of three or four turns in advance, um, is going to actually hinder you more. So you can mm-hmm. be setting yourself up for a victory, but if you're not picking it fast enough, then you actually might make yourself lose. And you're going to see a lot more mistakes in the higher end, um, or just a lot more mistakes in general. Because of that pressure of selecting your move. Because most games, uh, were roughly, most people will use about six minutes of their... Yeah, I, I, I like that it's just the, the amount, like, if they're going to shorten the timer, at least make it exciting, right? Um, and yeah. you're going to you're gonna see a lot of people, like you said, six minutes, I think that's about average. I agree with that. 
Um, right. And so like that's just under six minutes. So you're at least if you're going to change the timer, at least you made it exciting to watch. Right. And- <laughs> so there, there's going to be definitely a lot more mistakes being made, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Uh, for it depends on uh, your view on if you're watching battles and stuff. I know when I watch battles, um, especially top eights, I want to see well thought out and you know mm-hmm. good plays. I don't want to see people making mistakes. I agree um, with that. But some people really like that because. You know, that shows that some of these top players, you know, aren't, you know, quote unquote, you know, I, I think I think it's one of those things, again, like going back to what we were talking about earlier with the VGC 17 meta yes. is that it's going to be it's going to be in a situation where anything can. Well, not anything. I, I think we're going to be far more limited by what can win now. But um, like anybody can win. I should say anybody, not anything. Uh, right. Uh, because you're going to you're in, you're introducing a new layer of quote unquote RNG. Which is your opponent feeling stressed by the timer. Yes. And that's something that very well could happen. So a good suggestion uh, going into this, uh, while you're practicing now and you get the chance, keep an eye on your timer. Play as if you have five minutes on the clock. And the people who are going to be doing better are going to be the people who um, do flow charts, as they say. where Yeah, it's, gonna, it's know your team. Yeah, know your team. Just know your team so you know, like, oh, I'm playing against this. This is what I should be doing. Yeah, know your team. Know your actions that you need to take per what you see mm-hmm. in front of you. Um, and the people who are going to be doing better are going to be the ones who kind of do an autopilot uh, on yep. an autopilot uh, style of play where they're going to have built-in strategies. Like, they're going to see Charizard, Y, Venusaur. Okay, I do this, 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 and this, this. And if it doesn't work, mm-hmm. oh, well, I do it again. It should work, you know? And you're going to see a lot more of that style of play. Like, you've seen it, actually, in the beginning of this season. A lot of the top players, what they would talk about is making flowcharts. Where if they mm-hmm. see a set of Pokemon, they see a set of things, they just do A, B, C, D, E. And they win, they win. They lose, they lose. So, yep. there's not a lot of predicting, so to speak. I would agree with that. I definitely agree with that. It's gonna, yeah, I, a lot of le- a lot less predicting, uh, <laughs> which is I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna change the game. It's definitely gonna change the game. I think that's a huge change to make. Um, I, I I haven't heard too many people say good things about that timer, uh, though. Honestly, I I can't. I don't see it one way or the other. I see it. That's the way the game's gonna be played now. I don't think it's gonna ruin their viewership or anything. I think it's definitely. Um, I think it'll increase the viewership actually because it is a lot. Honestly, probably. It, yeah, it's a lot more exciting to watch. I think they're like they're really trying to take this esports thing seriously to some extent, uh, other than like not streaming like the prominent regionals themselves. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really befuddled by the fact that they only do like when they have multiple regionals on the same weekend, they only do one regional at a time. Right. Because that's a that's a huge opportunity, especially when they do it like all over the world. Like you're doing it on like nine hour time differences. Yeah, this is definitely true. Any. And so it's definitely something doable that you could just run like a 24-hour stream and you just switch to the other regional. I mean, it's exactly how they do like the NFL schedule. You could do the same yep. thing. Uh, and esports are getting bigger. I mean, NBA teams this week just like started signing up for uh, for like Overwatch teams and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's cool. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, like the esports scene is like great, is like moving up in the that's world, That's awesome. Yeah, so this is like this is Pokemon's entry into that. Though I don't think Pokemon, and I hope Pokemon never becomes like a super serious esport. 
And I don't think it ever can because of the RNG involved. Yeah, we'll see what the future of Pokemon will bring. But for now, just to do a quick recap yeah. on uh, the rules, because we didn't really read them. Um, no, yes, go for <laughs> it. Um, so you're going to have to... I think we hit on the major yeah, points. Yeah, you're going to have to but... use the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon cards. Um, all Pokemon in the National Pokedex are allowed with the following restrictions. Uh, you must have the Alolan symbol showing uh, where they were caught in... That they were caught in Alola. Uh, no duplicate Pokemon allowed, um, and mythical Pokemon, some legendary Pokemon, and Ash Greninja are not allowed. Um, and then also another big change is that you are allowed to use all items that are in the game. Um, yeah, so Mega so is back. Mega Evolution is back, and then all Pokemon are set to level fifty, and even if they are below level fifty, they're raised to level fifty. And then the biggest change, which is the player time of five minutes instead of ten. Yeah, and uh, I'm saddened by the fact that like I was hoping they would do like open up national decks, but no mega stones. And then the year after that, they do mega stones. But that means 2019, we're going to hear a lot of people complain. Yeah, again. me, I actually so, personally, yeah. I love this format, but I wouldn't have, I would have oh, been yeah. happy enough with move tutors um, just added to the 2017 mm-hmm. format. Not, not even... I mean, I would have been perfectly fine with moving to national decks if you didn't bring in Megas because I think that's a completely different meta that you haven't see, seen before. And I was hoping for a different meta as opposed to, oh, here's your old meta plus well, some. You know, plus that meta Pokemon. would have been very similar to the uh, 2013 Latias and uh, uh, Thunderous and Lando. Mm. Like, it would have been more like that. I mean, you already see it. You already see that, so... We'll see. We'll see. Well, I mean, maybe maybe we'll get lucky and Kangaskhan won't get power pu- power up punch and uh, what's his face won't get uh, won't be exist Lando. So, <laughs> well, also too, just so people um, are aware, because some people don't know, there uh, from Gen six to Gen seven, there's actually a change in the Mega evolution yes, mechanic. That does make a huge also, difference for a lot of Megas. Looking at you, Swampert, and also there is. Um, a nerf to um, a lot of abilities that were on Megas. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk about the Mega uh, uh, mechanic? Yeah, so like match? the Mega mechanic, uh, the difference is, I mean, the only difference is your speed stat kicks in first turn. Uh, the turn you Mega Evolve instead of the turn after you Mega Evolve, which is a huge, um, the biggest offender of this, uh, I say offender, uh, because it makes me upset, is Swampert. Because Swift Swim Swampert, Mega Swampert is absurd. He's got a massive attack stat, and you can get him to easily over 500 speed, which just outruns almost everything. Uh, and you can do yes, that turn one. Then, you can do it turn one. And then some other Pokemon that it affects negatively, actually. Um, well, one more that it affects very positively is Mega Beedrill. Yes, it does. Um, I think Mega Beedrill will we be might see that. used quite a bit more. Yep. Uh, because Mega Beedrill actually does pretty well against Chalk uh, with its drill yeah, run, its poison. Yeah, well, you better hope that uh, Move Tutors show up then. Uh, well, Move Tutors are confirmed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, hopefully the same ones. Uh, <laughs> sure, this is true. But then some other Pokemon that it negatively it affects are Mega Sableye, uh, Mega Garchomp, uh, things that liked to take advantage of their abilities of the previous form or speed of the previous form. Um, so it affects, it possibly affects Megas and negatively affects Megas. Yes. 
Now, some of the um, abilities that were nerfed, um, mainly the um, Aliate or uh, like the eight abilities, anything. Any, eight abilities. Yeah. There you go. So, like Pixelate, Aerialate, um, Refrigerate. Uh, instead of boosting by 30%, I think now they boost by 20%. Let me double check. I'll, I'm getting confirmation. Yeah, it's 20. It's bo- moved from 30 to 20. I still think that's not terrible. That's not terrible. But not it definitely terrible. does. It, it definitely did have an uh, effect on Salamance mm-hmm. with its hyper voice. Yeah, thank um, God. A lot of people aren't using it as much now because it does miss out on a lot of KOs. Uh, so in some cases that 10% does make a big difference, but in, in other cases like Mega Garnivore, I think the 10% is fine because Mega Garnivore's hyper voice was amazing. It still is. I mean, the difference is, yeah. the difference is you look at Salamence, um, flying is a great type, but Salamence's special attack 110 or Mega Salamence is 120. I believe Mega Guard is like way higher than that. Do you know Shaman? Mega Guard, um... We were talking about speed? No, Mega Guard's like 100. Uh, no, special attack. Oh, special, oh 165. Yeah, it's yeah. massive compared to Salamence, so. Yeah, exactly. You're making a huge difference. And very, I mean, it's obviously also a good type. Yes. Uh, good typing. Not, not as good as flying. I think flying is an amazing type. It's an, it's an amazingly offensive type that uh, outside of like Celesteela and Ferrothorn just hits the meta like really hard. Yep. It's just that there's not that many good flying moves. Well, yeah, exactly. That that's why I mean Supersonic Sky Strike I think is fantastic uh, on a lot of things. So thank God for Z moves because you can make you can make yourself have a good flying type move, which is hardly resisted by anything. And that's why I think um, if we actually go back in time to a time before Bank came out in Gen Seven, uh, in the pre-Bank meta, you saw a lot of Mega Pinsir for the exact same reason. Yes, because Mega Pinsir, um, what's it called? Mega Pinsir, you know, return with Aerialate. That's just nasty. Like mm-hmm. that, that hurts. So, and then what's uh, in it there? Oh, uh, wait, you have one. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just gonna. Uh, never mind. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. All right, so we'll end it there, guys, and we'll uh, take a short break, and we'll be right back at you with Shira's team. Hey, Bo. Look, Corsola Cola came out with a new drink. Corsola Cola Zero. Try it! Wow, cool. Huh. That's pretty good. How do they make it? Well, they breed Corsola specifically so they have zero IVs across the board. So they're terrible Pokemon. Except for being able to make delicious cola, Bo. It's great, because they just take the Corsola and they make the cola for you. It's 100% authentic zero IV Corsola. Are... I think I'm bleeding out of my mouth. No, Bo, that's a lie. Because Corsola Cola, it won't make your gums bleed. And welcome back. We're here today with our team of the episode. This was actually uh, sent to us by Shira. And so uh, she wants us to do like a rate my team, which we're more than happy to do. If you want to do so, you can send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We really do appreciate it. And they're actually fun. It's fun to look at other people's teams. I think it's more interesting to look at other people's teams. So we're going to go ahead and do that. So, uh, Shira has Comfey, Tapufini, Garchomp, Kartana, Mandibuzz, and Arcanine. We are going to go through and break down each one of these and suggest things that are better. So, I, I hope she's not too attached to Comfey, because we were talking about this beforehand, that she should probably drop it. Uh, this Comfey is running Big Root, which doesn't actually do anything with its it, uh, it moves, It helps Leaf Seed. That's all it helps Leaf Seed, but that's it, right? Yeah. And so... 
252 HP, 252 special defense, calm to just really bulk up that special defense. Uh, Leech Seed, Swagger, Floral Healing, which is just Heal Pulse, right? It's Heal Pulse, but it can do more in uh, Grassy Terrain. Okay. Okay. Uh, And then Synthesis. Uh, She can can do more in Grassy Terrain, but she's not running Bulu. Uh, Yeah. So, Comfey is... uh, Comfey, we think you should swap it out. I think Rayuse said Celesteela. Celesteela seems like a terrible Uh, choice. Uh, I I think that's just a solid choice overall. It is. Uh, You can run a Comfey... um, but it's better to run Comfey for a Trick Room setter. Um, oh, I agree with that. With Bulu would be would be preferable. With the but, ability triage, right? So for the team composition that I see with the Feeny, Mandibuzz, Chomp, Cartana, Arcanine, I think Celesteel would be a nice fit in the Comfey slot. Yeah, I think that I, we can agree with that. And then you would you what what kind of Celesteel? Because there's like thirty variants. Uh, so. If you go to Trainer Tower and look up a special defense boosting Celesteela... Yeah, that's probably the one. The moves, I would suggest, is Leech Seed, Protect, uh, Flamethrower, and Heavy Slam. Mm-hmm. Um, that w- That's a pretty standard uh, with Leftovers. It's a pretty standard Celesteela, but it does the job very well. Especially paired up with Garchomp. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. And so, yeah, there, there we go. First one. Uh, so the next one is Tapu Fini. Uh, choice specs, 252, H2, 252 HP, 252 special attack, 4 speed, modest nature, moon blast, muddy water, ice beam, scald. Um, there, there are a couple of things I would say. I, I know Rayuse has different opinions, and you, I, I'm probably going to defer to him. But I don't think you need more than like 164 special attack on a choice specs Tapu Fini. Mm-hmm. I don't think you pick up any significant KOs. From uh from running full two fifty two unless you're just like man I really got to do max damage with that Snorlax yeah no that, that's uh that's a very good point and I, I I mean you could run choice specs you could also run Calm Mind I don't think it really it I don't think it really matters on the team composition I personally it depends on your play style I think here well uh, but I I th- looking at the rest of the team I think your play style should be bulky like stay alive. Uh, <laughs> Well, the fact that uh, she's running Mandibuzz, uh, Mandibuzz and Feeny is a very, mm-hmm. very powerful uh, combo, and um, I think running a Moonblast, Muddy Water, Calm Mind, Protect Feeny with uh, mm-hmm. bulk and um, in defense and special defense. Um, I think Trainer Tower also has a good spread for yeah, that. Very, I think they have a I've, I've used its spread for uh, a very long time, and... Yeah, let me find that real quick, and then you keep yeah. going while pairing I'm looking it, for it. Pairing it with Mandibuzz allows you to use Tailwind, which then allows uh, Feeny to be able to outspeed a lot of threats. So uh, basically, you'd want to be able to double your speed and outspeed Feramosa, which I think it does that naturally without too much speed investment. With, uh, tailwind? with tailwind? With the Tailwind yep. up? Um, I don't know what the speed investment would have to be for that. I, I, I think it would have to be. Pre- you'd have to do some speed investment to outspeed Pheromosa in a tailwind, which is not too much. Let's see, not too much, but I mean, even then, you could get like foul yeah, play you off need on like, it too. Maybe yeah. like eight evs. Yeah, it's not. It's not that no. much. Um, uh, four to twelve. I mean evs. Um, and so what it's gonna allow you to do is Mandibuzz is a really good partner with Feeny because it get, gets foul play, which um, it's really good against the common threat Snorlax. And with Tailwind uh, and one Calmine from Afini, uh, you can you essentially have your choice backs right there. Yeah, uh, just do that exactly. I think that's the better play. Yeah. And then being able to protect. Uh, and then in, in, maybe not Scald. 
I, I'm not a fan of Scald on Feenies, like in general, just because you're already setting up the Misty Terrain, so you reduce your chance of getting the burn, like, significantly <laughs> due to the fact that Misty Terrain just prevents it. And uh, I think Hydro Pump's a better move for the Scald slot. Um, and then Ice Beam, I think, is questionable. Rayuse and I were having a discussion about that as well. Um, I Because... Ice Beam, I don't know what you're picking up KO-wise that Moonblast doesn't do. I, I'm thinking Garchomp, and then Ryose brought up that like Assault Vest Garchomp can eat a Moonblast, but at the same time, that's still a, like, that's, that's a rarity. Well, Assault Vest Salamence. In my opinion. Well. Uh, self, okay, that one right, I think is, is more a lot common, more common. Uh, in terms of Salamence. Yeah, so, you know, I'll give you that one. So th- that's the only thing I would see. But I mean, you could, pro- I don't know what else you'd throw in there. Maybe Nature's Madness. But I think Protect is, whatever you said as well, I think is a, a better option. <laughs> you gave off moves <laughs> and I didn't listen. So uh, mo- Moonblast, Muddy yes. Water, Calm Mind, Protect, right? That sounds right. Yeah, okay. That sounds right. And Now, um, Scald isn't that bad of a choice um, in doubles, at least this format. Especially because oh, if you have like a Coco or a Lele switch in or something like that, or even a Bulu well, switch in, it'd be nice to get the like um, burn off. Burn. Yeah, well, the the there's just there's going to be one to maybe even two tapus on every single team you face, uh, mm-hmm. whether you know when your opponent or facing your opponent. So the terrain changes a lot. Yeah, like a lot more than um, in singles. I agree with that. Um, all right, so moving down the list, we have Garchomp with Ground DMZ. Uh, that's 252, 252 adamant though. Uh, rock slide, poison jab, earthquake protect. I, so like, if you're going to run ground DMZ, Garchomp, in my opinion, especially if you're running an adamant, I do not think that the 252 speed is necessary. I don't think you're going to be outrunning anything. Um, unless you want to speed tie other Garchomp that for some reason are running an adamant. Uh, because I think, I, I, let me see if I can find it, but I don't think that's the standard, uh, Garchomp set. And I know I'm sounding awful because I'm playing super meta. Uh, the standard Garchomp set is actually that right now. <laughs> what is that? Uh, well, except it's running it Jolly. You could run it Jolly instead if you want to do that. But if you want to run Adamant, which is a perfectly viable option, uh, Sam Pedellis did that uh, in uh, in what's it called uh, at Worlds <laughs> when he when he got runner up. He ran like I think only like 164 speed or something like that. Yeah, basically um, you run enough speed to outspeed Feramosa and you in mm-hmm. in tailwind or something um, like that and, oh yeah yeah ground emz yeah when you make it the more bulky version yeah yes. yeah if you scarf if you're scarf chomp yeah you run like 220 speed because then you outrun everything essentially that you need to outrun right, right, right. um but yeah that's what i suggest especially with the celestila i think scarf chomp adamant is going to be pretty good yeah, I think I think you should definitely scarf chomp. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can get away. Yeah, with adamant with scarf chomp. Yeah, I think scarf chomp is probably the better play here personally. And then you can get an extra move in there too. You can get uh, you can get dragon claw or something. Oh, uh, dragon claw or fire fang. Yeah, fi- uh, I think you either run fire fang or poison jab. You take your pick um, there. It, it it depends. Um, I know that salamence has seen a decrease in play. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it, Fire it Fang has. might be a better option just to hit the Cartanas and Celestials. Maybe I also think of like the uh, the mirror matchup. But you have Feeny. because if like you you have Feeny, hmm? so like that's I think does uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, to another Garchomp? I don't think so. 
move on. But either way, let's move on. <laughs> uh, Cartana's fine. Yep. It's standard Cartana. Uh, Cartana, Focus, Sash, uh, 252 Attack, 252 Speed, Jolly, Leaf Blade, Sacred Sword, Smart Strike, Detect. Yes, you're running that right. Uh, um, Mandibuzz. Uh, I think there's like... I think you could fix the spread because the Mandibuzz, Misty Seed, Overcoat, 252 HP, 4 Defense, 252 Special Defense, Calm Nature, uh, Roost, Taunt, Defog. That's the question mark I'm putting there. And Foul Play. Uh, this is not singles. No, I don't think Defog not. is useful. Wait, wait, I I think you should... I, I, yeah, right? I didn't see that earlier. Um, yeah, it's Defog. I don't... Why? Screens? It's Defog. It could be Screens. I... That's I don't the even only know. Option. I I would much rather have Tailwind there. I think Tailwind is yeah, the proper. Yeah, Tailwind would be really default. good, and then just enough. That way, yeah, you get enough speed to outrun mm-hmm. a lot of things with uh, Tailwind. And then, as far as the up spread goes, um, you can take out a little bit in the special defense, just so that you live. Uh, you can live. Oh two yeah, moves absolutely. Up. I think there has to be there has to, that calculation's been done. Let me let me find out. I might have a um, spread here actually on my side that. Oh, do you? What is it? I'm gonna find it real quick. Cause I know I... special defense. That's oh, what you okay. want. Sure, I. I didn't That's what look. I found. <laughs> I, fa- I found it faster. I think. I gotta scroll and find this thing. That's why. Yeah, I'm it's like... a. It's a. It's only a twelve with 180 special defense. It's only a 12.1 yeah, percent chance that you yeah. KO. I got the weird spread here. With a with a uh, 2d2 modest yep, uh, Tapu Lele. Moonblast. So. That's not bad, and you get a—it's a guaranteed three-hit KO from Feeny in in uh, Misty Terrain. So <laughs> take that, huzzah! And so yeah, I think that's definitely like 180 there, and you put more in defense, so you it's have like, physical bulk. Is so you have some more physical bulk. What I have here is like max HP, 52 defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that's the I think that's the standard. I think it might be like 56 or. 24 speed. I don't know. For some reason, yeah, 20, I had... 20, 24 speed, probably for, like, speed ties. Yeah, no, because I had 4 special attack for some reason on this. I'm, like, questioning why. <laughs> I don't know why I had special attack. You don't want special attack. No, you just want speed. No, yeah, no. It'd be, like, 56 speed, 20 speed. Yeah. I mean, 56 defense, 20 speed. Just... Yeah, a lot of... Yeah. Uh... A lot of players have suggested to make their mana buzz a little bit more faster, like uh, to be able to mm-hmm. outspeed zero speed investment uh, Feenies. I think it's uh, it's an interesting idea, but I don't think it's great in practice. Uh, the other the other Pokemon that are left then, or the last Pokemon is Arcanine, which is holding the Apapa Berry, uh, that fifty per- or that twenty five percent Berry, which you're seeing a lot of now. And you get two fifty two HP, one eighty eight defense, and seventy special defense. Bold nature, I think. Uh, you could definitely do without bold just because we're looking at your moveset. It's heat wave, helping hand, protect morning sun. Uh, we think it would be better to drop the, I don't think you need morning sun with the Apapa berry. I think that's overkill in the terms of like, Oh, I need healing. And I think you could definitely go with like a more physical set. I think extreme speed is one of the reasons to run Arcanine in general. <laughs> Like, Arcanine gets access to extreme speed. It's one of the best users of it, in my opinion. And so if you're going to do that, go physical, run Flare Blitz. You're going to get the knockouts that you need to get. I think physical is also just a better way to go in this meta. Um, you might have Intimidate users, but you're also going to have... Uh, you're also going to be able to hit Snorlax harder than you would if you didn't run that, especially, like, the Belly Drum variant of Snorlax. 
because mm-hmm. that it, its defense I think is like base sixty five. And if you can double into it in one yes. turn with two physical attacks, you're going to be cherry. Yeah. Actually, uh, this team comp seems to have a very strong matchup against Norlax oh, yeah. and Kartana. In- I mean, a lot of common threats. I mean, it, it, this is a, like, other than the Comfey, I think the whole thing was like a very solid core. I think, I think, I think the yes. issue with it was more of just like, uh, like if we were to talk OU right now, like we would be like, oh, take out Comfey, you're done. Um, in, in terms of that, but if we're talking VGC here, you're definitely going to go ahead and just, you want to tune those EV spreads so that they, they yes. can, you can t- survive certain things. You can optimize your lifespan, stuff like that. Because VGC, unlike OU, you definitely can look at the meta and see what's more popular than other things. So, yep. And just, um, on the Feeny, I know, I think we forgot to mention that, um, if you do the Combine variant, you put a Pinchberry. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Pinchberry, by that he means one of the, uh, 25% berries that go up to 50% when you're done, which I think you can do. I think you can double up with the Arcanine, so you're fine. And so I think that's going to be oh, it for us one, this week. If you guys, oh, go for one it, One side note, if you are adamant on the Comfy, I would recommend running Draining Kiss because... Like that way, you have some sort of oh. priority offensive move if you're adamant on running it. Because that way, yeah, you have yeah. like adamant as like the no, nature. No, of like, no, no, what no. Are you I mean, about? like if you really want to run it, because with leech leech seed, the only thing that's getting used for big group. Plus, with triage, draining kiss will get priority, mm-hmm. and you'll have stab. And fairy is not a horrible type to have. Yeah, and it'll because like I, I'm depending on what you want to get rid of, maybe swagger or. I don't know, because, like, Spagger can be good, but I'm just thinking, like, with Triage, that's the only move right here that does not get any use out of Triage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and like, if you do want Or Synthesis, too, because yeah. you can actually gain the healing from Draining Kiss. Right. And if you do want to run Comfey, I suggest running a Trick Room on it and winning, like, team... Mm-hmm. Like well, that'd that, be for yeah. a different team in general. Exactly. I'm just team. saying, like, Comfey in general doesn't really work with this team. Um, I think as a Trick Room setter mm-hmm. and... Um, Something like that, I think it'd be really, really good. You know, like Snorlax, Bulu, etc. Yeah, I agree. All right, so that's going to be it for us this week. Uh, if you have a team to send us, you can do so at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, if you want to check us out on the socials, you can check us out at Facebook, uh, Twitter, Reddit, all with the uh, Puckle Podcast name. Uh, they're, they're also on our website, pucklepodcast.com. Of course, if you have some extra time as well, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. Check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. We do battles and TCG and all this other fun stuff. And I know Scron's doing a Nuzlocke right now, which he's really into, like really into. And uh, finally, if you want to help support the show, you can do so in a couple of different ways. First of all is going to be doing, uh, we have Tee Public now. You can find shirts there. Uh, support the show through that. It's very helpful. We really appreciate it. Um, it's just a good way to support the show if you haven't already. You can also go ahead and uh, what's the last thing? Um, you can also support us on Patreon if you haven't already. Patreon.com slash Podcast. It's a great way to support the show. You can uh, get access to a, a monthly live show that you can be a part of. Not to mention you can also just talk to me for like an hour on a random Saturday during the month, which is a lot of fun. I just I love talking to you guys. You get access to an exclusive channel on the Discord, and you also get uh, I don't know rewards, Pokemon, whatever we decide to do that month. So it's a lot of fun. Check it out. 
patreon.com slash puckle podcast of course feed yourself before you pay us we're we're no rush to like become rich and famous nor do we plan on being so uh that is it for this week though guys so i am trainer thatch i'm chemu and i'm Rayuse. and here i guess this is the uh the alola battle dome that's it yeah battle royale dome battle royale there you go yeah it's closing time I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.